630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Well, really appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, man, this would have been when the puck was dropping between the Oilers and the New York Islanders, but the NHL is paused. That's the word they have used. Other leagues have used the word suspended. Other leagues and associations have uh, simply said we are canceled but it's a very odd time for sports sports often an escape from things that are difficult in the quote-unquote real world but sports is not there as an escape right now reed wilkins with you on inside sports and i'm pleased to welcome back to the show i wish it were under different circumstances but he's always very generous with his time here on 630 chad the ceo of hockey canada tom rennie tom you're on with reed how are you doing doing well reed how are you I'm doing okay. Thanks a lot for checking in tonight. Uh, Well, Tom, I'm just going to dive right in. Uh, You know, Hockey Canada making the announcement uh, yesterday to uh, cancel all the Hockey Canada sanctioned events starting today. Can you kind of take us through the the last couple days uh, leading up to this decision, some of the things you had to weigh and wrestle with? Well, quite a lot, obviously. I think it started uh, a week ago when we were contemplating what to do at the Women's World Championship in Halifax and Toronto, Nova Scotia. And went through the process there of doing the right thing, checking with the province, uh, the provincial health authority, um, talk, checking with the IIHF, and, and making sure that you know we were up to the minute uh, with respect to what might be coming our way with respect to this uh, this dilemma. And uh, as it turned out, we had to cancel the Women's World Championship. And then from that point on, um, as happens every single day, it just seems to escalate and elevate and, and uh, some big decisions are made. And we got ourselves to the point where we had to do similarly with uh, the, our Hockey Canada uh, medical chief of staff, if you will, who is also the same individual that is uh, in the same position for the IIHF. We spoke to the, to the member branches across the country who had spoken to their provincial health authorities as well. And um, it just it became increasingly clear that we had to do something extraordinary in order to help. Um, you know, and take some responsibility ourselves, and it turns out that it was canceling the hockey season. The, the the men's world hockey championship in Switzerland is 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 still on the calendar for now in May. It is it is on the calendar for now. Um, as with anything else at this point in time, uh, in a precarious position, uh, far be it for me to suggest what might happen with that. But two. Uh, with that said, I know that they're they're doing their due diligence as well, Reed, with respect to paying attention to the uh, in this case the, the Swiss government, uh, medical authorities there, recognizing from the better, various federations where they sit in all of this, um, and paying attention to decisions like ours, uh, quite honestly, as to what might happen next. Um, at the end of the day, um, it'll uh, be the IIHF decision as to whether or not to continue on. Yeah, man, this 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 is tough, Tom, and and. You know, it's it's so tough. I've got some texts tonight and just kids who, that's it for maybe the team they're going to be on. They're not going to get a chance at playoffs. Uh, junior A kids who won't be able to play or, or they have played their last game. And I, look, I'm not saying this to point the finger to anybody, but man, it's just, it's just and I'm sure you're heartbroken to hear that kind of stuff too. Well, it's brutal. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
we love the game and uh, no one loves it more than kids and no one should love it more than children uh, but having said that this is one of those unique moments in time where you'll read about it uh, 25 30 40 50 years from now and recognize that something extraordinary happened when pretty much globally certainly in north america sports stopped um, but the most important thing we can do is recognize and explain to these kids you know that this is a very dangerous situation and what we're trying to do is is uh you know increase the the likelihood of uh, everyone staying healthy and being able to enjoy not just hockey but sport for a lifetime beyond now you mentioned that this is extraordinary and something that's going to be studied and become you know a major part of history from your time as a administrator coach all, all that kind of stuff like, is there any? I know there's no direct comparable, but on a smaller scale, something that happened. I mean, obviously, 9/11 affected the NHL and a lot of leagues at the time. wasn't a health concern, but it was very tragic. Like, is there anything that has been to this that you can even remotely compare this to? No, no, I, I, I can't. Uh, you know, I was in New York during 9/11 actually, and uh, that was an incredible experience that in and of itself. But this again is completely different. It's it's. It's tuberculosis. It's uh, you know, it's it's the Second World War. I mean, it, it's 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 got us crippled. And you know, at the end of the day, we really and truly had to make a decision of leadership and, and do everything we possibly could, not just to protect you know people in the game of hockey, but our entire population. And, and um, you know, we choose to do that for obvious reasons. I think. You mentioned you mentioned nine eleven, and I've brought that up. Other people have brought it up, Tom. And one of my memories of that is. A lot of people who even you know lost loved ones in in the attacks said, and you know it was it did happen in New York. Said let's let's get going with the Yankees. My husband, wife, brother, whoever l- love the Yankees. Let's let's have that distraction. And not, like it's so weird that we're losing that. We can't even say okay, I'm going to watch two hours of COVID nineteen coverage, but then I'll watch the third period of the Oilers games. Like it's so weird we're not even getting that released out. But did you sense that in nine eleven at the time that despite the tragedy New York wanted and the and North America wanted sports back? Yeah, I read for sure. You know, there and that was certainly a the best fallback position you can have as a distraction and to, and continue to sort of function as a population it was it was extraordinary in its own self you know and i and i i recall you know speaking to our team about that you know and recognizing that we had an obligation to the to the fans not just in new york city but the fans of the national hockey to be a good team and to play hard and recognize that in this case new york had been punched in the gut and we had to you know step up and, and do something to make it to make the, the population there feel good about something and at this point in time with this one here boy uh, the stock market, uh, you know, just the, the general mood of the, of of, uh, of our country, um, you know, the world for that matter. Uh, I'm not sure what we can fall back on other than just making great decisions to give us hope. Yeah. Tom Rennie joining us on Inside Sports, CEO of Hockey Canada. Uh, one of the lines on your resume, of course, is, is head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. You spent a lot of time in the National Hockey League. It They talk about... If if there are playoffs, you, they might have to shorten them, alter the format. I saw I saw Brian Burke yesterday. Uh, I think honestly, Tom, I don't know when I saw it. I assume it was yesterday. The week is so muddled, but say, you know, he, he he was saying it's so hard to win the Stanley Cup that he wouldn't want to have just a, sh- a shortened tournament or single game elimination or stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you competed for the Stanley Cup, obviously. Does it still need to be 
as grueling a process. Uh, and I, I, I know I'm asking you about an NHL issue, but since you've mm-hmm. been embroiled in the in the playoffs yourself, does it? Do they? If if they get back to having playoffs, do they still need to try to make it a really challenging grind for the teams that qualify? I think not. Uh, you know, no one wants an asterisk behind any sort of championship or title. Uh, there's no question about that. But if we want, if we want to kind of get rejuvenated and then get reconnected with what we love about sport, um, you know, there there should be an opportunity to somehow identify with a playoff and a, and a champion. And so what if there's an asterisk uh, at the end of the day? What it does tell us all is that we emerged out the other side of this. Um, you know, the way we should, and that's what, uh, you know, what's the positive momentum that takes us on to tackle anything in life, uh, not to get too philosophical, but that's what this is all about. At the end of the day, um, if it's at all possible, you know, to play playoff hockey, um, you know, at the National Hockey League level, it does inspire all of us, um, even little five- and six-year-old girls to get out and play and, and the little boys to pursue their dream and, and uh, play hockey. So I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, let's, uh, let's take this a day at a time, continue to make the right decisions, um, you know, really put people in safe places so that we can minimize the risk and ultimately overcome this. And I'll, and I'll just clarify one more thing about the Hockey Canada announcement. And a couple people have written in on the on the on the text line. They're saying, Reed, mm-hmm. can you ask Tom if they're using the word paused or canceled when it comes to Junior A championships? I mean, I used to cover the Allen Cup when I lived in Lloydminster. Mm-hmm. Like, could anything be rejuvenated if this goes well with the the pandemic? The the, the 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 hockey season has been cancelled. Okay. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we we, we have to project um, you know beyond what might be even two or three or four weeks from now. Um, there will always be remnants of this virus until we have a healthy, um, you know, a healthy situation from coast to coast to coast. And uh, in our minds, the hockey season has been cancelled. That's how we've decided to uh, to perform our our duty uh, as the NSO for for hockey in Canada. And uh, the, the hockey season has been cancelled, and um, it starts maybe. Uh, 2021 starts uh, on June 1st. Um, only time will tell if we were over this by that time. Yeah, well, I hope we are. Tom, man, I, I always love having you on the show. You're always very thoughtful and have a great perspective, and, and I know this is uh, this is a topic we wish we weren't talking about, so let's hope the next one is, is more positive. Okay, when something really good happens in Hockey Canada, we're, we're going to bug you because we got to get you on for that. I'm happy to do that anytime, and thanks for the time tonight, that is Tom Rennie checking in tonight, the CEO of uh, Hockey Canada. So, again, he just clarified a couple of people wrote in because the NHL used the word paused from Hockey Canada's perspective. The uh, the hockey season is cancelled. So that is uh, the word there from Tom Rennie. Good to have him on the show. A uh, tough decision. I think you could hear it in his voice. He knows how this affects so many coaches and players and, and at the amateur level who work hard, who aren't getting you know, millions of dollars or any dollars to, to play or coach or wipe noses or tie skates or, or a lot of the things that uh, are involved in the amateur levels of hockey. We really appreciate Tom coming on tonight. You can reach out 780-496-0063. That is the number to both call and text. Back after the break.
From February 16th, Edmonton beating the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime. Matinee game. Will we have any more new Jack Michaels calls for this season? I don't know. I don't know. Might be tough. Some guests on Inside Sports get gift certificates to Northern Chicken, bringing down South Comfort Food to Edmonton with their creative take on Southern Classics spun with a modern twist. Tom Anselmi, who is the COO and President of Business Operations for the Oilers Entertainment Group, addressed the media today. We didn't get uh, a ton of answers from Tom Anselmi. We do expect to hear from uh, Ken Holland next week uh, as well. Anselmi was asked, so what's uh, going on at, at, at Rogers Place? So as of last night, I think it was, uh, Live Nation and AAG uh, both came out and said they're suspending any touring. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, we don't have anything going on in the building. Um, As it relates to all of our staff, we're still thinking through all of that stuff. You know, I started by saying the health and welfare of our our people uh, and our fans and our players is is paramount. Um, We're we're trying to figure all of that out on the staffing side. We're talking to all the other teams. We're talking to the league, uh, trying to figure out what what everyone does. But uh, suffice to say, we're still very hopeful that hockey's coming back and we're going to play a lot of hockey and a lot of playoff hockey this year and, uh, and get everyone back to work as quick as possible. Okay, so that's a little bit from Tom Anselmi. One of the big questions that's come up with rinks and arenas, uh, you know, basketball arenas as well, not having teams for the time being, what about all the, the staff that usually work on game nights and Selmy was asked how they might be compensated? Uh, we haven't um, and, and I'm aware of, we've started to do some of the homework and been talking to the other teams and so we're aware of you know, what the Mavericks said and we're aware of what, what came out of New York and we talked to a couple of other teams and you know, for the most part uh, nobody has a real plan yet. We're just, uh, we're all sort of thinking through it but um, you know, it's, it's important that we do think through it and uh, do what's right by our employees and uh, Listen, we, we, you know, I mean, I mean, everybody in the market, in every business, this, this is going to have global repercussions uh, in the economy uh, around the world. Uh, we get that. And whether it's us or whether it's the guy that runs a corner store down the street. And so, you know, so we're, uh, we're um, not taking that lightly. And uh, we understand we got employees here that have families and, and the like. So we got to think through all that stuff. All right, so kind of a, a long way to say that they're still working on that. He was also asked if uh, if layoffs uh, might be in the cards here. You know, we've got we've got nothing planned right now. Like I said, we're 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 looking at all the different options, and 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 but at the same time, right now, our focus is, you know, this is going to be some sort of short term pause, uh, and we're going to get back to playing hockey. Um, you know, we, we 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 know we know we're getting back to playing hockey. The question is when, and uh, and so we're sort of planning for every eventual scenario but we've got nothing cemented right now well again another group of people affected by this all all the all the people who work in rogers place for game nights for concerts oil kings oilers all those uh, events that happen in in the arena and uh some of some things about their income and job status up in the air as well so it sounds like it's something tom anselmi and his people are are figuring out with the oilers entertainment group and hopefully uh it's it's a solution that's uh that's satisfactory certainly something that uh, they're gonna have to figure out as we go along well this is uh Kellen, you're going to like this. All right. Hit me. You're going to like this. I, I, I just saw this text pop up, so now I'm trying to find the audio on the fly. If I can't, we might have to, we might have to do it in the next half hour of the show. Uh, hey, Reed, I was wondering if you could pull up the Smith versus Talbot fight from, <laughs> from Jack Michaels so we could hear something uplifting. 
Oh, I know I have it here in one of my audio folders. That is, who's writing that in? That's from Nick. Well, that's part of our intro now, isn't it? A yeah. very small part of the fight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where is it here? I know where it is if you don't have it. So I can grab it. It just gives takes uh, three or four minutes to grab it. That's all. So it'll take that long? I thought we could get it sooner. Yeah, we'll have to get it for the next half hour. Okay. We'll have to get we'll it. We'll do. We'll get it. Nick, we are going to get that. Uh, this texture says, what about the charities who relied on the 50-50? Uh, yeah, you know what? G- good question. I don't know. And I, and I hate to I, I, I hate to give people an I don't know answer, but I mean, look, if you ask me something and I don't know the answer, I will tell you there's so much that's that's coming up. Uh, I, I don't think Tom Anselmi was asked that today. You know what? That, that's fair. You know, when when there are games, the, they're going to have 50-50 again, and, and the, the, the charities and the organizations will be able to benefit. But right now, I, I don't know. I assume if somebody had the 50-50 tonight for the Islanders game, they're going to get it the first game back, whether that's in a month, two months, or, or, or six months. All right. Kellen, let's 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 do something fun in the final couple minutes before we break, and we have Lauren sure. Rubenstein coming up to talk a little golf after the news. So you have prepared how many how many of these did you prepare? Uh, three of them. Okay, we'll just yeah. do one now. Okay, we'll just do one now. But as if as people know, as the fourteen listeners of this show know, you are a wrestling aficionado. You know everything you. about wrestling. <laughs> That's You're a hardcore wrestling yes. fan. And we're talking professional wrestling, not mm-hmm. Greco-Roman, not no. freestyle, not what you see in the Olympics. You like WWE. Yes. Or as it used to be called, WWF. That's right. And then the pandas and the cheetahs who run WW, the World Wildlife Fund, sued the World Wrestling Federation, so they changed it to WWE. That's right. Yeah. It was actually animals that initiated the lawsuit. I don't know if people know that. <laughs> so, so, so it gives a new term to, to new meaning to badgering the witness. Anyway. Uh, you have prepared to lighten the mood a little bit some yes. trivia wrestling trivia questions for me because my wrestling knowledge is about a, a small particle of yours. It could fill a thimble. Yes. Yes, I have a thimble-sized wrestling knowledge. You have a uh, like the big, you know, the tanks out by Sherwood Park. That's how big yours are. That's how much wrestling knowledge you have. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. What's your first trivia question for me? All I'm right. Going to look it up. It's okay. So, read on March 31st, 1985, the WWF, now WWE, held its very first WrestleMania. Yeah. Which major arena was the location? Madison Square Garden. Got it. Yes. There you go. One You're one for, for one. That was I that was relatively easy. That was relatively easy. I assume you're ramping them up in difficulty. Yep. All well, right. They'll get harder. We'll yeah. do them before 8 o'clock. Lauren Rubenstein next. <laughs> From that angle before, Bear shot redirected behind Talbot, poked in by Gagne, but it's going to be waved off. And now 
Now Talbot lands a couple of shots on Gagne. Yeah, there's and history. Quickly, there's history between Gagne Giordano and Gagne. goes after Mark Giordano and hit him twice. And now he's being held from behind. And now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Mangiapane and Jason. Giordano has Gagne wrapped up. And Matthew Kachuk and Ethan Bear are going to drop the gloves. Bear belts him with the right hand. Kachuk counters with a straight right. Right hook, Ethan Bear. Left jab, Matthew Kachuk. And now we're going to have a goalie fight. Bear throws the right hand. Here comes Cam Talbot and Mike Smith. They're going to go with center ice. Talbot short with the right hand. Smith, three clubbing right hands. Right hand Talbot. Big right-handed shot from Mike Smith. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. By request, Nick on the text line. February 1st, Battle of Alberta. Baron Kachuk, then the goalie fight. Talbot and Mike Smith. It'll be probably the most memorable moment of this past Oilers season. Well, the Oilers season so far. We may get back to it. We may not. I don't know. Nick wanted to hear that on a Friday night. Nick, happy to provide. We'll drop in some highlights as we keep going here on Inside Sports. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Reed Wilkins. 780-496-0063 is the number to both call and text. Always happy to hear from you. Now, usually, we would not play a hockey highlight leading into our next guest because he covers golf. Our buddy Lauren Rubenstein is on the show. Lauren, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Uh, do it, do it great. Uh, do it great. Uh, did, didn't mean to throw you off with the go, with the uh, with the goalie fight. I, I know Mickelson and Woods maybe would have gone toe to toe like that in the heyday of their hatred. I'm yeah, not sure. I was thinking that's that's quite a lead into a talk about golf. <laughs> what's the? I can't even think what's uh, what's the testiest it's ever been on. Who who was this at this past? Uh, president's cup was it sergio and kuchar were like sergio got mad and then he wanted kuchar to concede him the the pot was that those two guys last year kuchar, yeah there that, that, that kind of thing has happened the odd time you know where there's something contentious but uh that'd be pretty mild in hockey hey man you took you you, you, you should have got a penalty there oh yeah really tell to the referee <laughs> yeah. oh that's amazing well uh, we haven't had you on for a while, Lauren, but I, I always love talking to you. As you know, I love talking golf. I don't necessarily love talking about golf this way because we're not going to have any mm-hmm. golf. But, but what, somebody came up to me yesterday uh, and said, what, what is going on with the PGA Tour? Why are they still playing? So they played yesterday and, and then they shut it down. What is your sense of why they were kind of one of the final dominoes to fall in the sports world? Well, I, I think that, you know, they were trying to do the right thing and things were moving so fluid and fluidly. And, uh, you know, it's their biggest tournament of the year, obviously, the flagship event. And they do play in an outdoor arena of a few hundred acres. So it seemed like there were some reasons for continuing. And then they decided to continue without fans. But really quickly, it became apparent that that just wasn't. I mean, the dominoes were falling ever since, you know, Wednesday night when the NBA suspended season and the NHL and just about everything else in the planet. And the PGA Tour realized quickly it had to fall in line with that just because they play outdoors 
wasn't reason enough to continue. It wasn't a good enough reason. And Jay Monahan, the commissioner, I mean, if you watched that press conference this morning where he talked about, uh, you know, the decision last night to cancel the event um, a few hours after they had decided to continue with no fans, I mean, he looked like he hadn't slept for a minute. He looked really troubled. I've met him a couple times, and, uh, you know, he's a very reasonable guy who tries to do the right thing. And, uh, you know, this probably wasn't part of the package of uh, being trained to be a PGA Tour commissioner. I'm sure that's true in all sports. So it really, you know, the word unprecedented is probably used a bit too often in our society, but this was truly unprecedented. And what's going on right now is unprecedented. Really, nobody knows even now where it's going to go. Well, yeah, and the and the Masters is postponed without a without mm-hmm. a date. I mean, the Boston Marathon said, well, we we're supposed to be April 20th. We'll go September 14th. Hopefully by then they can have the race. Is there... With the Masters, if and when, are we looking at the fall? Because I was talking earlier, and correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't Augusta usually shut down for the summer because of the, because of the heat there? So could we be looking at a fall Masters? I think it's possible. You know, Augusta, they could play the Masters in the fall and September. The weather is still pretty good. It's not that much different than right now. And the club does shut down. But, you know, it's Augusta. They've got the resources to do anything to stay open. And, um, you know, I don't think they'd want to go the have a year without a Masters, but I mean, everybody is saying that they're going to resume again. Every sport hopes to resume again, but because nobody knows where the uh, coronavirus is really going or how extensive it's going to just, you know, tear through society. Yeah, so we don't know. So, you know, it's they're, they're all using the word postponed and suspended or canceled for now, but, you know, it could be a year where there's no sports at all if it gets worse. Well, yeah, I think we got to recognize, and again, I don't say things like this to frighten people. I just think we have to recognize that that it's possible. So there hasn't been, well, we, we, I'm just talking about the majors now. The PGA is now in May, the U.S. Open is in June, and then the British Open is in July. So I guess we're just sitting here waiting to see about the other three majors now? Yeah, no determination has been made on any of the other majors yet, or for that matter, for the Canadian Open, which is in early June. You know, I mean, they've Golf Canada put out an announcement and release saying that they're monitoring the situation. You know, the standard sort of press release, but we'll see what will happen. I mean, if it keeps going like this, you won't be they won't be playing a Canadian Open. They won't be playing a British Open or a U.S. Open. But let's hope it doesn't go like that. But, uh, you know, if it does, they don't have a choice but to, but to cancel the tournament entirely. Yeah, I mean it's 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 so odd to see all this happening, and and so I mean when I, I just think about how much has changed since Monday, well, and then even really since Wednesday, once the 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 Rudy Gobert situation came out, and, and the NBA uh, jumped on board. I mean, I mean, I don't know, Lauren, like what I'm trying to think, like what has led in nine eleven? They moved the Ryder Cup back an entire year, right? Because it was coming up right after nine eleven. Yeah, after nine eleven, they canceled the Ryder Cup. It was coming up soon, and then the Ryder Cup ended up being played. It's now played in even number of years as opposed to odd number of years, and they moved the President's Cup to the year after that. So, uh, yeah, that changed, and, um, you know, this is probably, I mean, God, how do you compare calamities? We don't know what's going to happen here. People are, are, you know, there are major big numbers of deaths all around the world, and they could just multiply, and predictions are that that it couldn't that it will multiply so you have to take it very very seriously and uh i mean i don't think a golf tournament has been major anyway uh, has been canceled since world war ii really so that's wow. how that's how unusual it is
Yeah, that's a little bit of perspective as well, which, yeah. So I'm glad you brought the Canadian Open into that as well. That's that's something else to remember. I mean, really, it's not that far away if you think about it. Uh, no, it's very soon. Yeah. Ten weeks, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's. I'll, you know what? I'll ask you a golf-related question. Is season so far or, or recent form, and hopefully if guys get back to work, uh, how, how, how have the Canadian guys been doing? I mean, we've got more Canadians, it seems, going on the PGA Tour than, than, than ever before. Who's been standing out for you lately? Yeah, I mean, there was going to be four players, four Canadians in the Masters, which is pretty good. That You know, I can't remember the last time that happened. But obviously, Nick Taylor won, and he won playing against Phil Nicholson in the last round of the AT&T Double Beach. That was a big win and a tremendous performance. Mackenzie Hughes, who's been having a really difficult year, um, but has been saying he's been playing better. And then he finished his second a couple of weeks ago with the Honda. Really had a chance on the last hole when he went for that green on the par five and two and needed birdie to get in the playoff. He didn't do that, but so he didn't win or get in a playoff. But still, it was a tremendous performance. And, um, you know, you've got uh, a good, you know, Adam Hadwin's out there. David Hearn's got his card again this year and back playing. So, you know, it's a blow to them all that they can't play right now. But they're all realistic. They know they've got families. They've got parents. They've got brothers and sisters and friends. Nobody wants to put their health in jeopardy. And uh, they all feel, I think, almost to a man that this is necessary. And on the LPGA Tour, let's not forget about the LPGA Tour. They've just canceled the next three tournaments in the U.S., big tournaments, one of which the ANA Inspiration is a, is a, is a major. So it's pretty tough. You know, you got Brooke Henderson. Every Canadian would have liked to watch her, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's tough, Lawrence. So you know, you, you you hope for the best, and we and we just uh, wait and see what happens. Uh, I'll give you uh, how how many books are you up to now? Dozen. Um, actually, two more than I've written fourteen. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. Uh, what's your latest yeah. one? Well, the latest one is the one I did with Tiger in uh, 2017. You know, his memoir of the 27 of the 1997 Masters win 20 years after that, where you know it, it was by Tiger with me. So that was the last one, and uh, you know, so it's been a nice run, 14 14 tournaments. Hey, I want to ask you guys. Since uh, I'm on the radio with you guys, you guys have got a sports radio show. How are you guys going to fill all the time? Well, you know what? I, I've been asked that by several people, and and the the first thing I'm going to do is not have a, a defeatist attitude about it. I mean, it's my job yeah, to host. It's, it's my job to host a show from six to eight that is generally going to be sports themed. I think as we move along there are probably going to be other elements that are going to need to be included. I mean, usually once or twice a show yesterday and today, I, I read the update from the Alberta uh, chief medical officer on uh, on what's happening. And, and I think, Lauren, you know, there's going to be people like you who can update what's going on in the sports world. A guy like you, for example, is also a, a great storyteller and can come on and talk. And I think we just look for... Uh, for local angles, for, uh, you know, sometimes you wind up talking to other media guys or, or you get some memories from people and then you cover uh, the news and the COVID story uh, as it develops or must or might affect the world right. sports. Maybe a longer answer than what you're looking for. And, and hopefully, and no, I said no, this... It's, 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 uh, yeah, and, and, I find it admirable. I mean, you guys are creative people and you'll find a way through this because you have to and you will. And, uh, you know, you'll do some excellent storytelling. I have no doubt about that. And, you know, like you have no choice, so you'll do it. Well, yeah, and and uh, and and it's a sports show, and sometimes we have fun on the show. And I said to people tonight, sure. Sometimes we, you know, if it's appropriate, we can still. It's still okay to have a laugh or two. I actually got a gentleman who calls in with uh, golf 
riddles every once in a while, and he called in earlier tonight. <laughs> oh, good. What was it? What, by the way, what was it like actually working with uh, with Tiger on 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 a book? Like, does he did you get to see him let his guard down a little bit when you were talking to him, or how was it? Yeah, you know, I had a great time working with Tiger on his book. I mean, I would say, I mean, you're speaking to me in Florida where I spend the winter, and um, you know, our condo is probably you know, it's, I can walk to his office five minutes from here, and that's what I did. I, you know, we'd sit in his uh, his uh, one of his boardrooms there, and he, this was when he was having his back problems back then, uh, when he couldn't play at all, when he was off and not playing, and he'd sit with his feet up and a pillow behind him, and try to get comfortable, get up every so often and stretch, and we'd watch video of the 97 Masters and talk about it. So, you know, I found it, you know, it was just like two guys talking golf. I know how ridiculous that sounds when one guy's perhaps the best player ever, but that's about what it was. Yeah. Wow, that, that's really cool. Lauren, we'll, we'll probably bug you again because we do love having you on the show, but uh, thanks for the update on uh, the decisions here in the world of golf and enjoy life in Florida. All righty, thanks. Nice talking to you. All right, love having uh, Lauren on the show. So, yeah, the Masters postponed, and he mentioned you know some pretty big LPGA events effective as well. That is Lauren Rubenstein, excellent golf writer, up to 14 books now on the game. It is uh, 7.46 Inside Sports on 6.30 Chet. Back after the break. Okay, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Six new cases of COVID-19 in Alberta. Total is now 29. All the new cases are travel-related or involve people in close contact with somebody who had returned from a trip. Uh, the number of health link lines is tripling from around 60 to up to 80. Alberta.ca slash COVID-19. For more information, there's also going to be an online self-assessment tool. AHS.ca slash COVID. Travel outside of Canada is not recommended. All returning travelers should self-isolate for 14 days. Rec centers in the city of Edmonton are remaining open, but all programs and classes are canceled. City-run senior centers will be closed through the weekend. The Edmonton Public Library is open, but classes, events, and meeting room bookings are all canceled. Some update there, and of course, you can always get more on 630ched.com, globalnews.ca. Masters postponed. Boston Marathon, April 20th, postponed till September 14th. And... Uh, yeah, the NHL is uh, is paused. Reed Wilkins, Kellen Kennedy is your studio operator this evening. Kellen, what's going on? Hey, not a whole lot, Reed. Just uh, chilling out and hanging out with you for the last two hours. And you know what? I'll continue to do so. I'm here with you for the long haul, bud. So. Well, we're here. We're yep. not going anywhere. That's right. Uh, we're broadcasters, so we're going to broadcast. Absolutely. I, and I, I appreciate the people who have texted in tonight and you're still tuning in. We, we recognize the content of the show might be a little different than it would be when we have a lot of sports in progress. But we're mm-hmm. still, we, like I said to Lauren, our goal is to bring you an excellent show. That we're, we're not going to mope and we're not going to say, oh, we don't know what to do. We know what to do. We know how to broadcast and we're going to keep doing it. And uh, hopefully we'll connect with you more often than not. And sometimes we'll have a little bit of fun. 
Absolutely. Because we do do that on the show. We're a couple of goofballs. It's Friday night, too. It's Friday night. We're going to hear the Littlest Hobo song at the end of the show. That's not going away. Bob Layton will say his thing at the end and kick off the weekend for everybody. So, All right. So... You have prepared, and mm-hmm. I got the first one right. You have prepared three wrestling theme trivia questions for me. That's right. So the first, what was the first one again? The first one was, uh, in what venue was the first WrestleMania held at back on uh, March thirty first, nineteen? And I got that, Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. I was Garden, pretty New sure York about City. that. And then I don't know if I could have got with nineteen eighty nine. It was at Sky Dome, ninety. Not second choice, ninety. Yeah. So that would have been what WrestleMania six. Six. Yes. Okay. Do you know? Do you know all the WrestleMania locations in order off the top of your head? Ooh. I'm not asking you to list them. Yeah, a fair portion of them I'd have to study up to to get all of them right. I could probably name twenty of them off the top of my head though. So, uh, this texture says the River Cree Hockey League has been paused, affecting 160 men's league teams. Wow. Another texture says, "Are you guys allowed to eat pizza at work?" Yes, we are. Though I don't eat and chew while I'm on mic. <laughs> we're, we're not going to eat it <laughs> on I air, eat no. during the show, I eat during a commercial or a news break. I we sometimes bring pizza eat, for supper. We are allowed to eat pizza at work, though. <laughs> that is allowed. A little behind the curtain during Oilers games, I sometimes will enjoy a piece of pizza or two during the game. I did not expect uh, that question. Okay, Kellen, give me your other two wrestling trivia questions for this Friday evening. Okie dokie. So the second one, which British-born and Alberta-trained wrestler was recently named to the WWE Hall of Fame? Oh, my God. British-born and Alberta-trained? That's right. Or, I don't know, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No, uh, I got to he... have a hint for you, though. Well, I probably not going Was Rowdy Roddy Piper trained in Alberta? No, he was uh, trained in, I think, is Ontario. He, is he even British? No. No. Oh. He was born in Saskatoon, so. Uh, the hint, his training in Calgary certainly didn't allow him to dog the competition, and he didn't take any bull from his rivals. British Bulldog. That's it. There okay. you go. Well, I didn't get it right, but thanks for <laughs> basically handing it to me on the second try. Hey, this is exciting, by the way. The Fizzler has texted in. Oh, here we go. Fizzler, first of all, I, I have strong feelings of affection for you. Uh, he says... <laughs> Platonic only. He says, hopefully the coronavirus won't have an effect on the summer season of the slaw, the Sylvan Lake Alliance of uh, Wrestling, which we have not talked about in a while. That's right. We we are still the two guys in charge of the slaw. The Fizzler is so far an unpaid employee. I think we might have hired a couple other people off the text line. I think so, yeah. The Fizzler, thank you. That is a, a summer project Kellen and I can work on. Uh, Kevin says, do the uh, Oilers still practice at times like this? No, they're at home. They are been told to stay home. So no, they're not skating, probably getting up and doing a workout and trying to stay in shape. But no, there's no NHL team activities and they're, they're told kind of to avoid people as much as possible, just like the rest of us. Okay. All right. So here we go to break. I, I'm one up, one down. That's right. On your wrestling trivia. All right. Now I want pizza. <laughs> so the very last question's got a local tie to it. Uh, former Edmonton Eskimo Joe Anuwa'i is better known as, as WWE super, superstar Roman Reigns, right? Oh, I thought that was the question. That's not the question. Oh, oh, no, Here's the question. I thought you were going to ask me what was his wrestling name. <laughs> I knew it was Roman Reigns. Okay. So 
What was the name of the faction that he was a part of in God. WWE? Um, Generation X. Here's a hint. It shares its name with a popular television police action series. Uh, T.J. Hooker. No. Uh, uh, Hill Street Blues. Uh, Cagney and Lacey. He was part of Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> that visual is amazing. Uh, uh, Chicago Fire. Chicago PD. Mm. Uh, the Wire. Uh, Law and Order. It does start with a the. The, the Nasty Boys. No. The... Uh, it's a t- it's a cop TV show. That's right. And this and how old is the TV show? Uh, fairly recent. Fairly recent. I don't watch a lot of recent television. Okay. Uh, House, Westworld. <laughs> no. I'm uh, just. <laughs> Do you give up? Yeah, I think. Uh, White yeah, flag. I, I think I gave up when I guessed Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> Surrender. Okay. It is the Shield. Oh, that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> right. Kellen, you're a good man. Hey, you're the best. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Are we, yeah, we're winding her down for the day. Thanks to Lauren Rubenstein, Tom Rennie, Pat Steinberg for checking in tonight. You also heard a bit from Gary Bettman and Tom Anselmi. Uh, get more on uh, everything going on in the world on 630chet.com, globalnews.ca. Tune in to Global Television for all their newscasts as well. I really appreciate you listening. We're going to keep rolling with Inside Sports Monday at 6. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. My name is Reed Wilkins. Enjoy this wonderful extra song. Friday. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.